0: green in a short while is he there matt green's not there let's go to okay these we're going to be talking some coming attractions the life is tough the world is a bad place sometimes you want to just lock yourself indoors and uh, just put something on tv or watch something on your laptop just to, to to get away from it all good morning matt green what's on our screen this weekend good morning how are you doing matt
1: Good morning. I'm good, thanks.
0: And you? Very good. We're going to be starting off with uh Julia star, uh, starring uh Sarah Lancashire. Uh it's uh, a series inspired by the extraordinary life of Julia Child. We've had quite a lot of movie series, documentaries already on um the what later became a TV cook, TV chef, Julia Childs. There was the, the movie with Meryl Streep called Julia and Julia. And also quite recently, there was, if I can remember, a documentary about the life of Julia Childs.
1: I think that that she's such, because she was one of the first TV chefs, uh, she almost sort of you know created the mold of what it means to be a celebrity chef um, on TV specifically, that there is just such a lot of um, intrigue around her. So I'm not surprised that, that she's all over the place. Uh,
0: what makes this particular series so extraordinary?
1: Well, what, what attracted me to it was um, essentially the performance of Sarah Lancaster, because I've seen her in a show called Happy Valley, where she plays a character that's completely different, so uh, like a hardened policewoman um, in the UK, and whereas this now is obviously Julia Child, which who has a very distinct demeanour, way of speaking, um, and so I saw the trailer, and then when I started watching the show, I was just so um, intrigued as well by the fact that this is the, the early days of filming cooking shows. So there's a lot of sort of behind the scene things of, like, things that are commonplace today in the way things are filmed that we probably don't even notice them. We get to see how they discovered them, you know, kind of like filming using a mirror from the top so that you can see what's happening on the stove. You know, small things like that that just were very, very intriguing for me. I don't know if you saw the
0: um, the Meryl Streep, Julia and Julia, where Meryl Streep plays um, Julia Childs. Some performances just become iconic and you can't see uh, any other Actor playing that character. I don't know if you've seen uh, Julian and oh. Julia*, and 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 do you see a new character? It's almost like watching um, *The Crown*, where you have, mm. uh, for example, Claire Foy played Queen Elizabeth, and then I forget the second actress who played. Uh, but but uh, the,
1: yeah, the name has slipped my mind as and, well.
0: And then, like Claire Foy was so very iconic as. Queen Elizabeth II. Like it was a little bit jarring getting used to a new actress tra- taking on that role. Is, is there that, that, jar, that jar in seeing uh, Sarah Lancaster, you know, take on the role of, of Julian, but Meryl Streep is so iconic as it? A-
1: for, for me, it, it not really, because I think that what Sarah Lancaster brings to it is that she's a lot less well known. So whenever Meryl Streep plays a role, no matter how well she does it, she's still Meryl Streep. So you still get this, like, um, you're supposed to revere her. Whereas Sarah Lancaster gets to immerse herself in the role and you almost forget that she's an actress. Because, I mean, firstly, she's a really good actress. So it's not like they got somebody subpar to do it and then, you know, you can't compare them to Meryl Streep. But I think that Sarah Lancaster really pulls it off wonderfully, and and I actually preferred her performance.
0: Uh, roald dull books are in the news uh, this week with, <laughs> yes. with Penguin Books, uh, you know, changing some of the the writing to be uh, less offensive they say, in a modern world. Of course, Matilda being one of my favorite books as a child. I remember the 1996 Danny DeVito mm-hmm. uh, version, uh, adaptation of Matilda the movie, and now Matilda the musical available on screen or on Netflix. Hmm.
1: I, I was skeptical going into this because I also love Roald Dahl. I love the 90s version, and and also... like. Stage play adaptations brought to the screen are often, you know, you can see that they're staged. They feel like they should have been on a stage instead of on film. But boy, was I surprised with Matilda. I found it delightful. I thought the cinematography was great. It didn't feel like it started on stage. The way the camera moves between the the characters, the way it zooms over the school and the spaces are used so well, and the choreography, um, it, it actually made me forget the 90s version completely.
0: Uh, also, Emma Thompson as uh, Miss Trunchbull, a, a, a transformation of this iconic actress into probably I, the I most realized, villainous I, villains in all of literature.
1: I only realized maybe more than halfway through that it was Emma Thompson. Really? I mean, yes. I, like, I mean, I hadn't i hadn't heard about it in the media, and I was watching, I was like, oh, this woman, you know, like, how did they, like, pitch this role to her to be so unattractive and so, like, mean? And then I was kind of like, oh, well, who is she? And then I looked up, and I was like, oh, Emma Thompson, like I didn't even realize.
0: And then finally, uh, Fleischman is in trouble. What's that about?
1: So uh, I know that you've been saying that like TV is often an escapist away, you know, something to get away from the troubles of the world. But I found that Fleischman is in trouble actually um, reminded me of my own troubles as a, a 40-something person living in this world. Essentially, what the show is about is it's a character study of a divorced man in his 40s um, whose wife just suddenly uh, disappears. Not not like in a um, um, sci-fi or a magical way, but she just kind of like leaves and, and with no explanation, no contact. And now he has to kind of come to terms with taking care of the kids, trying to figure out, you know, why she's left, um, why their relationship deteriorated. And it's so well written. And I mean, the acting is really good as well, but I think it's the writing that really gets you. And it deals with like midlife crisis stage, which I guess really resonated with me because I'm I'm at the age of the characters and how they look at their lives and they're like, okay, so these are the dreams I had when I was young and look at where I am now how did I get here? Mm. Am I happy where I am? And mm. um, so so it can make you self quite self-reflective and not necessarily in a positive way, but I suppose the quality of the show is really good.
0: Julia Matilda, the musical, Fleischman is in trouble. Where do we catch these particular shows and
1: movies? Uh, so Julia is on Showmax, Fleischman is in trouble is on Disney+, Plus, and Tilda is on Netflix.
0: What would be your pick of the weekend? I, I, I must admit, I've watched, matilda every second day since since it was released <laughs> on christmas day because my kid absolutely loves it so i i i i, I know the numbers i know the dance moves
1: everything yeah. <laughs> i would say matilda is probably the most fun and then julia is a close second excellent
0: matt green he joins us again in two weeks time for some coming attractions and what's on the screen coming up after um